name is Cedric Dragmere. And think not that thine self a wretched cur would be able to garner information from the lips of a queen's guard. Clearly not, Dr. Vasquez. So we have to be really careful about what we say. Vampires and werewolves hate each other? It is something that has scorned the earth and we wish to rid it. You do? No! My gosh! Oh my gosh! It was but my sole goal in life. I'm a little suspicious, but what if this entire village was made up of werewolves. Buddy, buddy, we're we're here for flowers, but we're also here to talk about that other thing that I talked to you about. You should plant it in a clearing, an area with lots of sunlight. We broke a rock, man. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm trying, I'm trying. Please, uh, I'll make it up um, how, how did you break a rock? I am equally as confused. I am... and welcome back to another episode of Sword Art Online Odd Season 3, Episode 5. So with that, we're going to get right back into it with a little bit of an introduction so everyone knows who's with us all today, other than me, of course. Oh, well, okay. Hi, guys. I'm Snow, and I play Snow in the podcast. She is the leader of the Odd Guild, alongside with her faithful wolf companion, Nachia, who is the king. That's right, Nachia. And uh, Nachia, we're going to have to have a talk about how friendly you've been with other people. We're going to continue this talk until it gets better. That's what I thought. Hi, guys. I'm Daniel. I play Daniel because I'm original. Daniel is the resident healer of the group, and he's kind of been charged with fixing this magical-looking clock, and hopefully it'll help him cure his lycanthropy somehow. And I'm Mohit. I play Ash, a.k.a. Sal, whatever you want to call me. I'm evidently the resident screw-up of the group, <laughs> and uh, that'll probably continue into this episode. Hi, I'm RL, and I'll be playing Elias, a Russian spy who is totally not a Russian spy and is totally some regular person who lives in Wisconsin. <laughs> totally. And I am Quentin the GM. I am every other voice you will ever hear in your ear holes throughout this magical adventure we are about to be embarking on. And with that, uh, give me the, uh, the good old rundown, the TLDR, the recap of what happened last week, just for those at home who might have forgotten. Uh... We broke a rock. Daniel got a clock. <laughs> got a clock. Okay. Yeah, we planted a flower and then we came back and we we're having a discussion. There you go. And the time went tick tock. No, because the clock's broken right now. <laughs> but we're trying That's to true. fix Good that. Point. Good point. Trying to fix that. So when last we left off, we were all gathered back in the main log cabin in the woods just outside of the town of Lunka, where snow was about to share a little bit of information about what has been going on with her for the past couple of weeks. All right. So, guys, before we get started on that clock, we'll have to wait a bit, Daniel. Um, I think I need to clarify something with you guys. 
It's okay. Cl- clarify away. Oh, normally Crystal interrupts me, but that's fine. <laughs> oh, no, I'm actually eager and looking for answers right now, so please do go and tell your tale. Okay. Uh, okay. Thank you, Crystal, for not interrupting me. I was actually waiting for you because, you know, we have that kind of relationship. Uh, beside C- the point. Can we get, like, the fire going and maybe some milk and cookies and warm, cozy blankets for story time? What oh, Grog said? Oh. What Grog said? I have heard this. I have heard in modern cultural it is called tipping over beverage of... Spilling the tea? Yes. Dipping over a beverage. I don't want to spill my milk that I dip my cookies in. I want to drink that later once all the chocolatey bits are Unfortunately, in Unfortunately, Grog Clyde has all the food still. Actually... I have a spell for that now. Food? You have a food spell? I do. I have great food and drink. Does it stay? Does that mean you can make milk and cookies? And does it last? Will it be like Chinese rice and make me feel empty and hollow two hours later after consuming it? (laughs) I'm not wrong, though. (laughs) You aren't. Uh, That's what happens when you drink... er, Drink? (laughs) When I drink my rice. (laughs) My <laughs> goodness gracious. Um, Alice, how long does the spell create food and drink last for? <laughs> the GM. I have a GM here. <laughs> Is you good, fam? <laughs> I love how he just reached over for his phone. <laughs> it's like, okay. The spell Create Food and Water, which is generally known by clerics, lasts for 24 hours before it is completely inedible. Before it's inedible or before it disappears from my stomach? As long as you eat the food within the duration, it should be perfectly fine. Okay. I mean, that's fine by me, Daniel. It is able to sustain up to three humans or one horse per level. Does that mean you can make enough milk and cookies to feed ten of me? Five, probably, because you can probably account for two people, Grog. Or one horse. Two-thirds of a horse. I'm not... Excuse me, my noble steed is not two-thirds of a horse. He's a whole horse. That's right. She, uh, Aleas class Grog on the shoulder. I think of you as full horse. Well... I'm going to cast Create Food and Water and make milk and cookies for enough for everyone. What kind of cookies? Yeah, what Ooh. kind of cookies, Daniel? What kind I of cookies? Everyone is going opinion. to judge you. you. You're the one who gets to pick. We Don't have no idea. Don't pick the wrong one. pick what I think you're going to pick. Just be safe. Oreos. Just be safe. Oreos. Don't say oatmeal Just raisin. Just be safe. Don't say it. <laughs> Just be safe. <laughs> Does anyone here have any food allergies? Uh, I'm allergic to, to not having cookies in my belly. I'm allergic to bad food, aka oatmeal and raisin. I'm going to make enough uh, chocolate chip cookies for everyone and a single oatmeal and raisin cookie for Ash. And <laughs> try and sneak it to him. <laughs> yes! But it looks just like all of the other cookies. What oatmeal and raisin eat. always does. It oh really does. Oh my god, that one looks special. No, I want you. I wish you ate like it's always the worst when you get a bin of chocolate chip cookies. You're sitting down, you've eaten like three or four chocolate like chip cookies. Like my mom did to you. And then you just reach <laughs> in and you get the one oatmeal raisin, and it just ruins everything. You had an expectation and it was faulty. <laughs> I had this expectation and it was not reality. Gosh darn it. Okay, <sighs> so Moss knows um dipping her full hand dunking this chocolate chip cookie in there. She she has to make sure it's like soaked. Um. Grog pulls out like a really large blanket, wraps himself in it. Crystal's starting a fire in the fireplace. I oh my think, God, Daniel. I think we are ready. Elias also sits down with the group, but feels slightly uncomfortable as if she shouldn't be there, but still gonna be there. All right. <clears throat> Snow is gonna start a performance. Ooh. Of sing. You're gonna sing them a tale. You're the- Well, I'm not actually gonna sing it because I didn't take a word. Wait, maybe- girl. No, wait. 
You're not. I, I thought you had two performances. I do. You have dance and sing. You do not have oratory. I know. I didn't take oratory. You did not take Could oratory. I do a bardic a performance to help out? You with... can do an ensemble. Yes, this is absolutely a bard thing that happens. Okay. Yeah. No. So, so this is how it goes. Snow starts to sing a tale, and I start to play the guitar. He is able to use his spell to summon a guitar, and he starts playing a nice little backdrop sound for her as she's singing. Very quiet. I don't know if I actually want to sing this, because that could be a really long time that I have to sing for. You're right, I can talk sing. All right, ladies and gentlemen, now listen to my tale. I have a story to tell you. What? What's wrong? (laughs) (laughs) So much. (laughs) Just immediately repelled. Rules visually cringe. Just like physically started moving away. You started distancing yourself. You literally crossed your arms for safety and slowly started drifting away in the opposite direction. I didn't mean to. I swear. Just give us the spoken synopsis. We understood that it was. It was supposed to be cool. Why can't I have a nice moment? Jeez, guys. To be fair, it was just her. I thought it was great. Anyway, Snow starts and she says, Once upon a time, there was a queen in a castle. The queen was trying to protect her people from the forces of evil. So she signed a deal with the devil. The devil possessed her body, and therefore she had the power, and she became a vampire, which she passed on to all of her compatriots. And then... I have no idea why werewolves are involved in this, so I'm going to skip that part because apparently, <laughs> according to Zedric or whatever his name was, all right, vampires, werewolves, they fought. Woo! Okay, then the forces of evil continued to try to take over the world, but then the queen hired us. There's a lot of but thens. I'm sorry. Are we going to continue that? We might as well continue with that theme now. But then, out of the dark, <laughs> we arrived and we fought demons under the mountain and we killed them and that is how we became dukes and duchesses of our own dukedom mainly because the queen gave it to us uh speaking of which zana dumped clyde uh and now <gasps> clyde is crying his self to sleep every single night uh, alongside wilson who is taking care of him in the forest and <gasps> oh do spill the tea snow Aleas Al- pushes over her beverage the beverage has been spilled oh and she thinks she's Daniel- just a little fist pump. Yes. Daniel is going to look at the milk on the floor, and he is going to look very disappointed. All and right. then he's going to look back at Snow. All right. The encore continues because milk was spilled. Um, So she finishes off with, and now Galahan rode off into the sunset alongside with Are, and they are going to go find him a new shield. And that is why we are here today, because we're not to find you a shield, but to uh, rescue you guys. Wait, um, what, Wait what who's Are? When what happened to Galahan's old shield? Also important When question. we fought the giant demon of wrath, Satan. Ah. Satan cracked his shield and yeah. That sounds like a fun time. Wow. Yeah. Anyway, thank you, Sal. That was um, a beautiful accompaniment. So much beverage has been spilled. By you, mostly. It's okay. I'm cleaning it up. And you just I... see crystals, like, on the ground, underneath the coffee table, like, with a rag. This is, is this not what you do? I have been severely misinformed. No, no, no. It's a figure of speech. We don't literally mean spill the drink, and we typically okay. say spill Then why the would you say to do so? It is a figure of speech. Hmm. The speech figures a lot of things. Snow is looking back and forth between Daniel and Elias, one who takes things literally and one who defines things literally. <gasps> a match made in it. <laughs> 
so Snow, uh, question. Who's Are? Oh, um, remember you, we made remember we made an alliance with Dark Guild? Evil! Yeah. Hate him. Y- yeah, them. Okay, well, the alliance with them is over since we've kind of cleared the floor. Mm-hmm. Uh, Thank the heavens. Yeah, the floor is cleared now and we're able to leave. The problem is you two. Uh, Are was sent to us and her compatriot, uh, what was his name? Uguin. They were sent to basically replace you guys. Oh. Temporarily yeah. until we figured out where you were. You wanted to get rid of us. No, you ran off into the night and you scratched Daniel. I didn't do that consciously. <laughs> but Daniel's, you did it. Daniel's my friend, yeah. Snow. But you put the ring on that made yourself turn into the werewolf. You I'm didn't a, even check it. I'm an unmarried man. Thank you very much. Oh. I didn't put no ring on. I don't know what you're talking about. Crystal, did, did, did he have a ring on? Uh, yes, he, yes, you he saw did. it at one point. Well, you know what? If you like it, maybe you should put a ring on it. Huh? 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 That's huh, some Snow? great jams. <laughs> I, I can roll with this, but I don't think she wants to have any affiliation to you. Yeah, no. Any, sorry. Anyway, so now that we know why you're a duchess and why Wilson and Clyde aren't here, unfortunately, uh, but maybe Clyde crying is something that we all would rather avoid anyway. Yeah. I assume this Zana person broke his heart. Yeah. Yeah, she uh she might have left him a note that basically just said, I'm leaving, goodbye, or not even goodbye, just move on. Yeah, that's cold. I knew she well, was mean. Okay, I'm socially awkward, and even I know how to communicate better than that, but hey. Wait, how long have we all known each other? It's been months. It's in been months. Game. Oh, We're yeah. probably, what, about three months now? Maybe yeah, four? Around yeah, around something in that Yo, ballpark. Clyde really cried for, for, for somebody that two months ago. Yeah, right. and you guys are pushing the Wilson Snow thing too fast. It's got to be slow. Sorry, did you say that loud? Slow burn love. No. This, this. <laughs> she <laughs> is the editor. She can cut she whatever will she cut wants. whatever conversation she doesn't want in there. So what I am understanding, there was a gal of hand... A Are, a Ogwen, and the Zana, and the Wilson, and the Clyde that were all within your party group of compatriots that have all left. Some of which permanently, and some of which being of mean. Being of mean? The, the Zana person does not seem like a nice, uh. Wait, which one are you referring to as permanent? Because I'm. I don't know if Zana's coming back. Her notes seem kind oh, of... Oh, no, I was talking about your uh, Ari and uh, Uguin that you said was from Dark Guild. You said your uh, alliance was over. I'm not sure about Uguin. He kind of disappeared after we had the party at the Queen's Castle. Are I am just saying what I have heard. I am trying to relay. To, yeah. Just to let you under, to know what you know what I have understood. Elias? Mm. For the record, uh. Zana was really mean. I'm going to be honest with you. She was so mean to me. And like, to be honest, you're way better. But besides the point. Okay, wait. So this is what I'm trying to understand to make sure you understand that I understand. Okay. In the words that Elias put it affluently. Um, you're telling me that there is an entire castle of devil bestowed upon powered vampires and yeah. we're not doing anything about it? We did. We sealed the demons under the castle. The queen... And there's still an entire castle filled with vampires? Okay, they are not evil. They are They are fine. Evil. They, okay, sure, if, if uh, 
Galahad and walked in there, he might actually have to smite them. But he didn't because we didn't let him go there. Yeah, I was going to say, how did that conversation go? I told him to ride around the castle. Uh... Uh, Crystal, it is just like our friends here who are uh, werewolves, but they are not evil. I don't know. Sometimes I, I, I see a glint in Sal's, or uh, I'm sorry, Ash, Ash's eyes. Huh? <laughs> like when he uses all of our questions. Oh, yes. That's huh? pure and utter evil. Chaotic evil slowly ruining our party in- endeavors. I'm just going to turn to Ash and stare at him. Also, awkwardly. the glint in Daniel's eyes that like, he wants to kill him. <laughs> I, only uh, see him, I only see him look at Ash that way. I'm not sure whether it's love or hatred. Aw, oh, Daniel. I know you'll <laughs> always have my back. And I got your back, too. You're my best friend. Now, what Sao doesn't realize is that when he says have his back, Daniel is thinking, ah, oh, yeah, I'll just take your spine. Ah, uh, yes. The man I'll who... I'll give you my who, spine. Captain Literal. <laughs> Captain and Queen Literal. There you go. <laughs> and you said we were pushing the... Wilson and Snow thing too fast. I'm not pushing it to happen. I'm just saying there are correlations. Mm. There are correlations. Yeah, you she's not wrong. Yeah. So is there? So you're telling me there's nothing suspicious going on in the Queen's castle? Nothing suspicious going on in the Queen's castle. The, the only thing I can think of is that there's this whole, um, oh, besides the fact that, you know, there was a giant tree outside that's, you know, the tree that leads to the next floor, there's also guys, um, we might not be in a game anymore. What do you mean? Oh, um, I'm pretty. Uh, I would love to well, leave this game, but I'm pretty sure we're I, still here. I mean, the game might not be not a game. Like it, the queen is a sentient being. She knows. Now that is something I would call it. Pardon. And that's why wouldn't you lead with this? I'm sorry. I I was into my tale, and and wait. he was just playing along, and wait. I just got into the story. Wait, wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You mean to tell me? That the queen is sentient? Yes, she that knows is what she said. That, yes. that, that is like, what like she said. knows she's in a game sentient. Yeah, and Satan was also sentient. <gasps> oh, here is my question to you, Snow. How do you know that it's not part of the programming? How do you know it's not? How do you, How know, do you know it's you not, know it not, is? not? You know, for someone who asks a lot about programming, are you sure that you're not a program? I am sh- quite sure I am not program. Well, but so apparently it's the queen. Yeah, how would you? Well, wait, know? but wait, did what? What did she just come out and tell you this, or did she like show you something that no, like, made you she, think this? No, she she created a rift in the game where we were able to step outside of it. <gasps> wait, you you got so to wait, leave? We, we, we can leave the game. No, not like that. We were still inside the game. It just you were we were in- separated from the rest of the world. Oh, you mean if you were to walk out of bounds? Yeah, like at the out of bounds, except. Or apparently, um, the the dungeon master couldn't hear us or anything. Huh. She even made clones of us so that we would not like disappear from the world. No, w- wait a minute. So does she know? Does she think that she's a program, or does she? No, she. These are her people. This is her world. So she They're knows. Living. So she knows she's in the game, but she doesn't know that she was created for the game. Kind of. She knows that there was create. There was creation of a game, but in the sense that we're treating her world like it's a game, killing people and taking their stuff and not Mm. considering the fact that people might be alive. So you are saying I should not kill the programs? That would be ideal for multiple reasons, aside from the fact that the queen is apparently sentient. Apparently. I mean, I could be wrong, but 
who knows at this point. But I mean, even if she is sentient, that that is just an implication that she is a self-aware program that realizes she's in a game, which would further solidify the fact that we're in a game is just the AI is too smart and now knows it. Well, they do have, they are kind of hooked up to our brains, so who knows? Yeah, but at the same time, I mean, we do have access to our um, UI and I swipe down and I bring up the menu Mm -hmm. and I'm just thinking about that. And then she puts it away. What is UI? The user interface. Ah, uh, yes. Yo, how are you level 10? Have you made it this far without opening your menu? I have looked at creature. Killed creature. Fair point, fair point. Move on. How have you... Eaten. Increased your class. Or like leveled up. Looked at creature. See creature. Hostile. Kill creature. Done. But that means you probably haven't... Oh, dear. Have you allocated any of your skill points or selected any feats or anything? Uh, yes. Oh, I think you have... Then you would have had to go through the UI. I did not know it was called UI. Don't worry, I had to have Crystal show me how to do it, too. She also had to read off everything for me. Just because I know how to do something doesn't mean I know what it is called. Luckily, there's a speech-to-text button in there, so it reads off the feed for you. That is very considerate of them. Okay, well, anyway. Yeah, that's about all I got, guys. Yeah. I mean, what do you want us to do with this information? Are we going to go, like, talk to the queen again? I mean, we can. Hopefully when we're not werewolves, because I suspect they wouldn't really like two werewolves in their castle. That's fair. I mean, it's a natural. According um, to Zedric, apparently not. Apparently it's a natural hate relationship. There's no love. I was going to say there's no love there. Would we hate vampires instinctively? You talk to a dead one. That's right. <laughs> yeah, Ash, you talk to the dead one. <laughs> is it really a vampire or is it a ghost at that point? Or is it a, a vampire ghost? Technically, it's undead again. So then it wouldn't be a vampire. A vampire is an undead. But but wait, no, a vampire is an undead, but, he but still it's had dead. A ghost fangs. is still dead. He still had vampire Did fangs. he? Yes. I just saw a skull. Anyway, we can debate the semantics until we're all blue in the face at a later point, right? He is the only one that is blue in face. Hey. points to Sal. <laughs> until or we're Ash. all blue in, as blue in the face as Sal, Ash. God dang Sash. it. So wait. Sash. It's so Sash. difficult. <laughs> That's it. That's the new one. Sashay? We keep saying Sal and Ash because we can't figure out what So the... wait, are we? I'm Sash. A. Sashay. <laughs> <laughs> Is that, your, is that your, like, feminine persona? I, I sound like a Love Island person. <laughs> Hi, I'm Sashay. I'm 24. I'm from Essex. I come to the island to find love, and I'm looking for a scaffolder. Um, he wants to be, I want him to be tall, dark, and handsome, and... Keep going. No, I'm joking. I'm, I'm, jo- I'm going along with your, your guys' a little bit. Yeah, yeah, keep going. You know, this is actually... I'm just going to turn to... Ash again and be like, you know, this is actually like really useful to know that you can pull off that accent. So if we ever need to throw you in somewhere in disguise. Oh my gosh, we can have drag. Hey, no, I, no. I can pull off accent as well. I do great American accent. Really? I mean, uh, uh, Texian accent. Oh, go ahead. Howdy, partner. <laughs> oh, wow. I'll um, sure do like my guns and the cows. Well, football. Oh, that's so good. I've it's, just been so mugged off. It's, it was, it was beautiful. Um, 
Zazabite, what are we doing here then? We know that there's a sentient vampire queen who can turn riffs into video games, supposedly, okay. according to Snow. Crystal, we have to and get well, this what curse are removed. We, what are we doing to help Daniel and Ash then? Okay, so you're confident that this clock is going to give you the answers you need? No. So then what are we doing here? Ah! Oh, jeez. Okay, I mean, listen. okay, okay. We were given this by Pavel. It may help us answer some questions about what happened to Dr. Vasquez, even if the clock itself doesn't do anything in helping us. We may stumble across other things that help us uncover the mystery of Dr. Vasquez. Well, since we're meeting with him and it's almost seven o'clock, man. I'm sorry, guys. I went on for a while with that uh, performance. But we also stopped for me. Yeah, the performance took a while. And then, you know, the crucial information of sentient vampire queens came after. Okay, Okay, you two can sass each other as long as you'd like after we find the parts for the clock. Okay. Uh, But do you think they're in the house? I mean, I assume so. We found parts of the clock in this house previously, and this is Dr. Vasquez's house. Would we like to look for more parts? Why did you not mention this earlier? I think he was about to. Ash and I only have like an hour or an hour and a half before we turn into werewolves again. So unless you all want to deal with that, I suggest we hop to it. All right. Len, okay, I've always wanted to say this. Split up and search for clues, gang. Are we in a gang? Well, we're in a, this weeks. Gang, I hear gang violence is really bad. We should probably be like a really nice gang that hands out these milks nice. and cookies. We are, we are a nice gang. Yes, uh, Daniel's got to help with that. And we're all right. This is okay. good. This is uh, good. How about this? Um, Grog, you and I will we'll go upstairs and look. Crystal. Scatty. And she just jumps immediately and like does a barrel roll under the kit, the dining oh. room table and starts like Ooh. sifting through the carpet and pulling up chairs and like flipping over tables. Okay, maybe. It would probably be best for boys to search downstairs as that is where they need to be when they turn into werewolves. Yes? With maybe. I mean. I will go with you to close door behind you if need be. That's probably a good idea. Well, you know, that gives me an idea. Mm. Neither of us actually, neither Ash nor I have any idea where neither we Neither Ash go. nor I. Neither Ash or I. Or nor, nor, N-O-R. Ash, it's Ash, listen, he's getting ready to, like, smack your head. I, I see it in his eyes. It's that evil. Hey, grammar is important. Neither Ash nor I. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yes, continue your sentence. Have any clue where we go as well. Has any clue. Just let the man speak. Daniel is thinking to himself, I am going to grab the vampire's femur in the basement and beat the heck out of Ash with it. Good plan. Good plan. Or you just use your own wrench. Ah, but the femur is so much more satisfying. It's so much more comical. So you just imagine me getting clocked in the head <laughs> with a femur. What they're saying is you don't know where you go when you turn into werewolf. Not a clue. We know we come back here and then we're... People, again, usually without clothing, unfortunately. Yeah, that, that was awkward the first day. Mm. Well, I'd rather not get attacked, so let's I'd just rather be not safe. see you without clothes, no offense. I don't blame you for saying that. I raise my eyebrows in confusion. <laughs> As if to be like, what's wrong with not wearing clothes? 
I expect nothing less. <laughs> so the gang splits up and looks for clues. <laughs> so Daniel is going to go and lead Elias and Ash into the basement. So Elias, you can, if you could like look through the drawings and schematics and stuff, maybe you can find something useful in there. Uh, and I'll search the bones and Ash, you mm, just don't blow anything up or break anything. Okay, I'll check. I'll check that table over there. You, you is, do that. Where is the um, papers located? The papers, there are a large number of papers scattered literally everywhere around the room, whether it is on the various three tables that are in the room or just scattered all over the floor. I'd rather start with the tables just because I don't want to bend over. I'll, I'll take I'll take a table too. Should I uh, roll for perception? Please, everyone downstairs, roll for a perception. Ooh, that is a solid 30 for perception. 21. 32. So going in clockwise order for myself, we're going to start with Elias, who is parsing through all of these various papers. And you make note of all of them mentioning a journal, not being part of one, but rather making note to write in one. Hmm. Interesting. It says that while most, uh, so it seems like most of the actual physical data, charts, tables, um, and any numerical values are kept here. It says that most speculations are going to be kept in a journal of sorts. Whereas, Daniel, you are sifting once again through the bones of Zedric. Can I specifically look in the skull? Because really, that's the only place that Daniel would think that anything could be hidden because it's the only cavity that the bones naturally have, really. Mm -hmm. So it seems to be a very hollow skull. There's no brain. Everything is literally just bones. No skin, which you find peculiar. There's no skin or flesh or decay, even though it seems as if he has not died that long ago. Just told in the skull, like normal people do. Great time for a soliloquy. (laughs) I'm so glad you picked up on that. Uh... Meanwhile, Sal, you are currently investigating all the various tables as that is the only other structure in this relatively empty room. And with that, you are able to actually push aside some of the papers now that Elias has kind of organized them and has sifted through them. And you notice that there's actually a faint indentation in the table, which is in the center of the room. Al, can I perception check that uh, that indentation? Well, you're able to see with the perception you got that the indentation is relatively large, about a foot in diameter. A foot in diameter? Does he say this out loud? A foot in diameter? You just hear Ash say in a very monotone and unsurprised no, let me, voice. let me say it, let me say it, let me say it, ready? <gasps> a foot in diameter? Hey, Daniel. Yes, that is a measurement. Can I see that clock for a second? I pull it out of my inventory can and I, show it to him, but I'm I, not going to let him okay, take okay, it. Okay, 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 fine. You won't let me hold it. Fine. Can you come here for a bit? Can did you, you find for... something? Yeah, I did. Here, Daniel, come here. I'm oh. going to walk over to where Ash is. Okay, Elias okay. also walks over. And you all three notice, you, the other two of you notice the same thing that Ash did, which is that in the center of this table, there is a big indentation which seems to be a foot in diameter across. Ooh, ooh, Daniel, Daniel, Daniel. Take the clock and like put it, put it in that, in that indent, because it's the same size. Daniel's going to very gently place the clock in the indent with the 12 at the top. 
And as you do, uh, it seems as if it just rests over the indent. Even though the indentation in the table is actually relatively deep, it seems like it would go down about uh, an inch. It doesn't seem as if the clock goes into it. Hmm. So Daniel's going to start twisting it clockwise and counterclockwise to see if it'll slip in. So you're kind of rocking it back and forth, and you shimmy it a little bit to the left and then further to the right, and you go back and forth until eventually the top of the circle is met with the 8.30 time on the clock, and it actually sinks right in, and you hear a click. <gasps> it went in. 8.30, you, you say. Daniel, we usually turn the werewolves around. What time? 8. Night time? 8 or 8.30. <laughs> well, whenever the the moon is out, so yes. Yeah. You think this clock has something to do with that? Probably that would be a correct assumption since it is down in the werewolf den. Hmm. Hmm. I think we're on to something. What time is it right now? It is roughly... It's only a little bit past 7. It's around about 7.30. Okay, we don't have much time. Uh, can I perception the desk that clicked? Sure. See if anything changed. 17. You're looking all around the desk, and you don't see anything. It seems to be a very sturdily solid-built desk. There's no indentation or any facet anywhere, just completely flat, top, bottom, and on the legs. She touches it everywhere to try and pull and see and jaunt if there anything will come out. There doesn't even seem to be a single fracture in the desk where they would even allude to something being there. Is that clock Whoa. in place? The clock is, like, dropped now in place, so it's perfectly in the indent. Daniel, could you try rotating the clock? It lo- no, no, we heard click. We heard yeah, click. Yeah, but can Audible you... Audible click. Can you rotate it further? Like, is that... I'm seeing if that's how you have to move the clock, is you got to click it into place, and then you can move from there. Maybe. Wait, Daniel, try, try moving the clock left or right or whatever direction your professional judgment dictates. He already moved it left and right. No, did it again, did it again. All right, so Daniel is going to turn it clockwise and counterclockwise yet again and see and to see if it does anything to the desk or the clock. I've played all the Uncharted... Oh, sorry. I've played all the previously charted games, and, <laughs> um, and they do this a lot in it. As you attempt to turn it further to the right as that's the direction it moved before but it seems as if it's just stuck and won't budge in that direction but as you turn it to the left you slowly begin to hear a faint ticking (gasps) something's happening and you're able to move it further and further and further until eventually you get it to where the time is six up at the top and you hear another very loud audible tick Wait, wait, wait. Almost as if a latch is undone. Can I clarify? Because I'm getting... Is the time on the clock face changing as he turns it? So it is It is just a solid-based um, clock. So the, the hands on the clock aren't moving, nor are the numbers moving. It is just at the top of the circle. So what it is facing up towards the top of the desk, whatever time is facing that. So it looked he had to physically rotate the clock. So the six looks like it's sideways right now. In previously charted four, A Thief's Beginning, this mechanic was used several times. And now I can finally say, I actually did something, Daniel. I did something. Oh my God. Oh my God. It worked. Mm, yeah, I heard another click. Do you think uh, something happened? Maybe? Elias, actually, 
while you are underneath the table kind of examining it, you see, surprisingly, as there is now a divot, and it seems as if a shelf has dropped down from the center bottom of the table underneath of it, which is surprising because the bottom of the table was perfectly smooth, but now it seems as if there's almost a little drawer down there. Hmm. I think something unlocked down here. Let me see if I can open it. And she tries to open it. So there isn't a handle, but you're actually able to push out what seems to be a little box. And slowly it kind of shimmies out and falls into your hand. Ah, a box. Can I open the box? So the box actually doesn't have a top to it and is just kind of like a hollow topless crate. Got you. And inside of it is a journal, or at least what looks to be one. She takes out the journal and crawls out from under the table. It is a journal. It, uh... Has a metal clasp. It looks like it's locked. I'm just going to grab it over Leia's hands and Whoa. look at it excitedly. <gasps> we did something. We did something, guys. We did something. I actually did something. Snow's going to be so proud of me. Huh? I'm going to gently pat Ash on the back. And yes, through it all, I had my trusty sidekick, Daniel. <laughs> sure, we'll go with that. You were not completely useless. And my new friend, friend, question mark. Elias just looks at you sternly. Please tell me you almost said comrade. I almost (laughs) said comrade. You got me. I was this close to saying it, and then I decided not to say it. Because it would trigger her. (laughs) And my new comrade, Elias. She looks at you sternly, almost as with mild disgust. But she does not verbalize anything. Well, we'll clearly need a key of some kind. Elias <laughs> laughs loudly and says, Keys are not needed. She pulls out a lockpick kit. Well, hold on. In the real world, yes. Mm. In this world, mm. assume everything is magic. Mm. Can I cast detect magic? Sure. I rolled a 10. Oh, noise. So yes, uh, Daniel, you can tell that while the book itself seems quite physical, there seems to be a magical aura surrounding the entirety of the lock. Okay, so Elias, I don't know. I I know. Wait, do you have spells? No, I fight. Oh, okay. So this this is magically enchanted. Mm -hmm. So what I suspect is that if we try breaking it through brute force... Probably will not work. No, either the key would break, or that would start burning, or we would be cursed, well, or all of those. To take the magic away? I mean, we could maybe, but on the other hand, the magic itself might have a fail-safe against that. So, like, if you... I remove the magic, the magic will be like, oh, well, you got rid of me now. This, you can't read it. Have fun. But if magic is not there, how can the magic do thing? It's like trying to read a hard drive from a computer. If you take it out of the computer and you don't have another way to get to it, then you can't read the data. Daniel, explaining it the only way he knows how. Computers. <laughs> Out of character? Yes, this is exactly it what I do. It just seems like. that if magic is in the way of getting it open, magic, if not there, would not be getting in the way of getting it open. I do not know magic well. Clearly. It's just, uh... Anyway, well, how about 
We okay. go find Snow and the others and see if they've found anything useful. Meanwhile, Snow and Grog have been searching the upstairs of the log cabin, kind of rifling through the bedroom. All that really is present up there is the master bed, a nightstand, an armoire, and a dresser. All right, Grog. What are we looking for? Um, I don't know. You kind of just said split up and look for clues, gang. I know. I realize that. Uh, the clock parts or the, um, what goes to a clock? Co- cogwheels? Keys? Okay, look hands. for... Hands. Hands? Not literal hands. We have those. Well, um, yeah, we have those, but we could look for the clock hands. No, the clock I thought had hands on it. Did it? Did it? I don't know. I don't know either, Krog. Crap. <laughs> I just messaged one of them downstairs. Does the clock have hands? I, I messaged Daniel. Does the clock have hands? Indeed. We're good, Grog. The clock does not need hands. Does it need feet? I don't know if it can walk properly. No, Grog, okay. All right, Grog. Someone like those wind-up toys that kind of like tap right. around. Let, let's, we'll, we'll split this. There's uh, the dresser and the bed. Where, where do you want to look, Grog? And he lifts the bed. Okay. I don't see anything under here. Okay, I will check the armoire then. Okay, so I'm going to check inside the armoire. 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 28. You go through and you first check around the outside of the armoire and you notice that it is very snugly fit directly up against the wall. Uh, But there's a large, uh, a decent couple of inches of it above the ground where it's kind of standing on little legs. And you go ahead and open the doors and you notice that there are a number of coats. After pilfering through them, you notice that there really aren't any contents other than lint and some dead beetles. Oh, uh, oh, oh, okay. She puts the beetle back in that she pulls out. Uh, I'm sorry for disturbing you. It's dead, right? Yes, it's very dead. Okay. If it, if it wasn't, we'd have a problem. It, it's like twitches a little bit as you... She squeals <laughs> and dro- it drops on the floor and she stomps on it like 30 times. Grog drops the bed, which makes an equally as loud thud <laughs> with you stamping on the ground. So it's just like this... Bang, 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 bang. <laughs> oh, Mr. Snow, Snow, is everything okay? What's going on? What's going on? Are we going to attack? Yes. We are? Where is it? I'll kill insects. It. What? Where? Giant bugs? Like the praying mantis is in the first floor. Yeah, but I got it. I got it, Grog. You did? I think. Okay. I'm not lifting my foot, though. Do you want me to lift your foot for you? Yeah, please. And Grog walks up and picks you up and moves you a little to the left. Did I get it? I think it's squished. I, I, I think we're good. Okay, 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 I'm good, I'm good. And, and Grog goes and stamps on it, and you hear the floorboard <laughs> creak a little. It's definitely dead. Okay, we're good. We're good, we're good. <laughs> GM, in, in a theoretical sense, can I commune with dead bugs? <laughs> I don't see why you couldn't. Now, I want you to understand, it would only speak bug. <laughs> so you would be able to resurrect this little beetle spirit. This is why we need a druid. Gosh dang it. <laughs> and if you had a druid who spoke bug, you would be able to commune with it. Uh, that's a that's great fantastic. thought process. <laughs> okay, Grog. Yeah. All right, I'm All right, I'll, I'll put you down. Thank okay. you. I'll, All I'll, right. I'll go check the, uh, the dresser over there. You Actually, Grog, you. could you check underneath um, um, a for me? There's nothing under here. He he bends over and kind of like, actually, this will be easier. Uh, he goes and he wraps his arm around and he tries to lift it, but he can't. Uh, Grog? Uh, uh, is this for a lack of trying, or do you need help? Um, it's stuck. It's stuck. It's stuck. Oh, okay. I'm I'm going in. I'm going oh, in, Grog. In. What? I'm opening the door to the armoire. I'm gonna I'm gonna feel towards the back on the wall. And you outstretch your hand, and you get further and further in through all the coats until it seems like 
almost half of your body is fitting into. Oh my god, it's Narnia. And you actually have to take a step in, and you hear the floorboards creak a little until finally you feel the back. Okay. And you push a little, and it indents. Okay. Um, I I feel like she'd probably put a lot of weight on it without really thinking about it, and she'd probably fall in. And you do kind of stumble into it as it sounds like a little door creaks open and slams, and your hand falls, and suddenly... I fall in. You, she, she literally you falls stumble in. in, and your arm is kind of stuck in what seems to be a small little compartment. <gasps> I, I, I feel around in the compartment. No, no bugs, please. <laughs> it is luckily bug free. <gasps> oh, I rolled for beetles. Oh, did you mm. roll a one? No, I didn't. What'd you roll? I roll. I rolled low. It was three. There's no beetles. Okay, so she's feeling around. She's cautiously feeling though. And suddenly something begins to crunch under your fingertips. Mm. It is paper. I, I, okay, I start to like. Pull it out. And you grab one of the seemingly, as it sounds, as if it's sliding many sheets of paper back there. Okay, Grog, I, I got hold on. So she goes inside of the actual, like, entire... Oh, no, animal. so is it eating you? Is there a man-eating punk back there? It's not a mimic, Grog. We're good. Okay. So she goes in and she um, brings the dancing light in because she's not putting out enough light. And she mm-hmm. actually puts it inside the cupboard, the little compartment. Mm-hmm. And she looks inside. Right. It is actually a relatively large compartment. It is roughly one foot wide by two foot tall. Okay. And it seems like there's a number of sheets of paper settled at the bottom as there are actually two different shelves with a couple of pictures, it looks like. I wonder why these be hidden like this. And she pulls out the papers, the pictures. And as you pull out the pictures and begin to inspect them, you notice that the faces look very familiar. And they look of that of Dr. Vasquez, his wife, and his many daughters. And there's even an identical picture to the portrait you saw painted in the Vasquez Manor back in Yenemut. Oh, uh, I flip them over and I look at the like look them around as well in the light. Like I hold up to the light as well to see if like there's anything. There seems to be signatures and dates on them of roughly when they were taken. Interesting. I step out of the, cu- um, the armoire. All right, and you do so. Okay. Um, I'm hoping we don't have to go back to Yenemut. I'm seeing another, uh, I'm seeing the same painting here that was over there. Uh, we've got a few more, cha- uh, few more places to check in here, though, for some parts. So why don't we take a look, Grog? Oh, all right. That sounds good. And you see Grog just kind of, like, take out each drawer of the dresser and kind of just dump the contents. Okay. That, that, that is the way to do it. All right. There's no, I found clothes. No. There are clothes in there. All right, Grog, go through the pockets. But what if there be yours? We'll stomp them out together. All right. I like All right. This plan. Snow goes to the, you said he went to the drawer, Correct. the dresser. Mm-hmm. All right. I will go over to the nightstand. All right. All right. Time to hopefully not find any black beetles or bugs of any kind. All right. So she uh, starts to, is there like a drawer on it? There is a drawer. She opens the drawer. It seems mostly like there is piddly things here and there, nuts, bolts, a screwdriver some papers, but they all look like drawing schematics of various works. Nothing really serious or all that intriguing. Uh, Snow will take some of the nuts and bolts just in case, because, hey, they could be part could of the be clock. Part of the clock. Could be part of the clock. Um, she will run her hands along the sides as well as underneath mm-hmm. of the nightstand just to double check everything. Although she will be very, like, if there's a, if there's like an opening where she can stick her head, I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. It's like one of those nightstands where there's like one drawer and then like a lower shelf. Is that what it is? Yes. Okay, so she would like stick her head, head under there as well as like take a look. So it seems like it's just an empty cupboard down there with not much, not even any cobwebs. It just seems aged, nothing living. 
has been through here for quite some time. Um, I'm not finding anything, Grog. How about you? Uh, pants. Grog. Yeah. Snow turns around. You notice that Grog currently has a pair of pants on his head. Grog? Wearing them as a hat. Grog? Yeah. Why? My ears were cold. And now look, I have floppy ears. And he just kind of dangles the pants legs. Oh my. Okay. <laughs> Nothing's in those clothes, right? Not that I found. Okay. But I look like a character from Sky Battles. What? Oh, or maybe it was called Sky Wars. That one, yeah. Oh, yeah. You Sky know, with Wars. the really long, dangly bits yeah, hanging off the yeah, back. Yeah, yeah, the aliens. All right. Um, Misa, thank you, sir, big dummy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right. Uh, so. I got it. And as he's jingling, it sounds as you hear a little clink. Grog. Yeah. Did you check the pockets before putting it on your yeah, head? Yeah, there weren't any beetles. Grog, what was in the pocket? Oh, oh, I think it was a key in this one. Ah, <sighs> Grog. Snow walks over to where, her, where she heard the clink. And you see a very small, rustic iron key. Okay. She picks it up. So we have a key. How big is like it? A key to what? Does it look small. like a wind-up key? No. It looks like a key to a lock, but a very small lock. Is it flat? Or is it, like, bulky? It has some depth to it. Okay. <laughs> I'm just trying to figure out. Okay. Uh... All right, well, you know, I'll just, maybe we'll just bring this downstairs. There's nothing else up here, I'm pretty sure. Let's let's just go check in with the guys and see what they have going on. All right, hopefully they found something, because all we found were dead beetles. And pants. And pants! These are great. They're like little ear warmers. And you all reconvene on the main floor. As you are coming up, you have your journal in hand. And as they come down, Grog has pants on his head. What time is it? Uh, wait, let me, let me, let me double check. It is 7.41. Okay, so Daniel is clearly getting a little bit antsy right now because he knows it's getting close to werewolf time. We didn't decide to go back upstairs, did, did yes, we? Yes, we did. We oh, said, we did. Let's go we look did. up. Yeah, uh, we we said, right. let's go figure out what Snow's found. You're right, you're right. Or something to that end. Okay. You're the one that suggested it. No, wait, Daniel did. Daniel did. So, Snow, how is searching the house? We Where's found Crystal? pants. I don't know where... Crystal! What do you need? Did you find anything? I found some marmalade. Oh. Okay. You know, that's probably bad. She cracks open the jar. <laughs> it smells fermented. I, I would not yeah, that eat that. Mean, uh... You might want to put that to the side. I'll save that for later. No, Crystal. Kind of you're going to get sick. Okay. So what'd you find, Snow? Well. I got pants. I can see that. Nice, nice. They, look fashionable. Now they listen. Look fantastic, Grog. Now listen. We found a lot of beetles. Where to kill them? I heard all of them. There were only four of them, though. You know? You counted how many beetles we killed? He probably counted the stomping. Although I, I stomped like thirty times. I stomped at least a dozen. No offense, but if you are psychic, I think you would be able to tell how people really feel about you. Anyway. Yeah. Um. Beyond that, I found these pictures. Uh, dates and stuff written on the back of them. Mm -hmm. And then there's also, I'm a little concerned we might have to go back to Yenemut. Mm -hmm. I hold up the picture of the painting. <gasps> oh. Remember this one? Yeah. Oh my no. god. Yeah, there's a picture back there, Elias. Um, You know, we're in an MMORPG. It's like, it's like a clue. It's a clue. Maybe we should go back and look at that painting. Also, I did find a key and some here's some nuts and bolts as well. Huh. Snow is still staring straight at Daniel as as uh, Ash walks up to them, I assume. Guess what, guess what, guess what? I did something. She slow turns. 
What did you do, Sash? Huh? I, I, I unlocked this. I unlocked this thing. This, this book. Not really. He found indentation in desk and uh, me and Daniel did rest. No, I told him to Wait, turn it. Who has the book right Daniel now? Daniel was already Daniel turning. has it. So he took all the credit for oh. my work. As Snow reaches out her hand, she says, can I see it? I give it to Snow. She tries oh. to open it. Sash, I thought you said this was open. No, 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 You, you no. said you unlocked it. They unlocked the storage box bin desk thing it was in. It was in the desk in a box. It was so, weird. a hidden compartment? Yes. Oh. Very well hidden. It was m- meticulously made. Oh, okay. So it's not actually unlocked. Snow looks at the book things for a second. Well, I have a key. Indeed, we do have a key. And we have somebody who has lockpicking experience. Yes, much experience. But you should know that the lock does have magic on it. So if we brute force it open, it may decide to do something funky that may not be desirable. Mm. So wait, the the lo- this book has magic on it or the lock? The lock specifically. And I worry that if we try and unlock it through brute force or some incorrect means, the spell will go, ah, <laughs> that's adorable, and just make everything useless inside of it. Snow looks at the key in her hand and casts Detect Magic. The key is not magical in the slightest. Also, you notice that the key seems to be made out of a melded iron slash bronze, where the clasp of the book is just a solid, more glistening bronze, where the key seems slightly more faded. Um, maybe this is not the key. It does look like the appropriate size, however. I mean, we could try it, but... If your assumption is correct and that's the wrong key and we try and put it in the lock, don't you think the whole thing could just explode? I mean, we have another option. It is? Do we have to spell magic? No, I don't. I do. Oh, I Hold on, Daniel, I thought you said we could not remove magic from magic thing. No, I said that we could, but it, ha- it might have adverse consequences. Oh, but now that Snow says it, oh. Well, I am the leader of his let, guild. You didn't let me say anything. It, it kind of comes with rapport, I guess. Yeah. But yes, for all we know, the spell could have a backup or backlash, I guess is the better way of saying it, where if you try to remove the spell, it it also goes, ah, that's adorable, and messes everything up. Daniel, Sash, have you guys tried doing your finding out what the spell is that's on it? Well, I mean, we would, but I'm a little more worried on what the time is right now. Yes, it is getting close to... How can you guys tell what time it is? They, they have, have werewolf instincts. That's terrible. Can you just, like, dispel the magic really quick, and then she can lockpick it once you're in a nice, secure room of safety? Yes, that would probably be best. I'm just going to run to safety. <laughs> okay, bye. So I'm currently running to safety. Do the thing. Do the thing. All right, okay. go ahead and give it a try, okay? Well, how about we try the key first, and if the key doesn't work, then we'll try to spell magic, and then, um, Elias, you can unlock it. Oh, so I was going to use knowledge. Can I use knowledge arcana to determine what the spell would be? Sure. Or would that be spellcraft? I think it's knowledge arcana. Are you trained? Oh, you're a bard. You have a... 12. 12? I rolled a one. Ah, that is unfortunate. <laughs> it seems to be some type of warding spell. Of what caliber you do not know. Do it again. I can't. Or not, knowledge is all you know. You can't roll it again. Ah. Uh, can I try rolling a 
knowledge on spellcraft or arcana or whatever. You it could was. roll on anyone who wants would like, could roll a knowledge arcana. Ten. Seems like magic. That's all you get. You don't even get wording magic. It's just magic. Uh, magic. Why don't you people listen to me? I'm telling you, if you trigger that thing, it's gonna go up in flames. I don't think. I'm not gonna use the key right now, especially if that ruins the book. If this is gonna give us the answers. I mean, worst case scenario, we'll have to travel all the way to some temple to get your curse removed. Maybe just uh, try to remove uh, magic and then uh, go downstairs to see what happens in morning. Hmm, maybe? You can try again if it fails. Yes, do so. Okay, so I'm gonna try remove curse on... Remove curse? curse? Not remove curse, I'm sorry. Dispel magic. Dispel magic, I can word. Okay, sounds good. 18 total. As you're struggling with this warding spell, you are actually unable to break it free from the constraints of the lock, but you seem to weaken and lessen it slightly. Again. Are you trying again? That's I what guess just so. Said. I mean, okay. You want he has multiple casting the spell. I'm going to stare very intensely at the book as if I'm willing it to open with my mind. There you go. Telekinetic powers. Go. Activate. 24 total. And with that, you are able to rid the lock of any form of magic, and you see as a thin veil seems to release from it and scatter and dissipate into the air. Whoa. Did you Ooh. do it? Whoosh. Well, apparently. Well, go into your cage now. Well, go, go. Into cage. Here, I'll take Goodbye. We will inform you of anything that we have found in the morning. Didn't we say we wanted to figure out where. Well,. I said that neither- No, no, I would rather not see you naked. Well, I mean- We have like 15 minutes. Daniel, if Just you- try and open it, Elias. Maybe he's gonna probably be the only person who can understand back Vasquez's terrible handwriting and also his mechanical under Chisney. But I just know that they turn into oil. Why don't I just I try the key it. since it looks like it would fit and there's no nothing going on with it. Well, yeah, Snow you puts probably try the key as I try. Roll. Roll. Disable device. Three. You're able to shimmy the key around, and while it doesn't seem like it's actually meant to function properly... What does that even mean? You're shimmying this key around, and it seems like it's about to break, but right as it feels like it's about to snap almost from being too brittle, you do hear, and the clasp undoes itself. Ooh. See, you just gotta use a little bit of force. Just, just a little bit. And finesse. Yeah. Mm, I wanted to show off my lockpicking skills. What Trust do you me? need a grappling hook and a lockpick for? Are you a larcenist? No, my father is a lockpicksmith. So, wait. Where's the, where the, where the, where no, the locksmith? Locksmith, yes. What do you need a grappling hook for? Uh, that is for <laughs> camping. You grapple hook with for camping? Yes, you sleep in trees. This is the most safe place to sleep. I'll have to ask Wilson about that. Well, sometimes you can put food that you're not going to eat up in the tree in that way that bears don't get to it. Yeah, so, yeah that makes sense. Wouldn't you use a pulley system? Because a grappling hook, you can't get back down to... Why don't we focus on the book? <laughs> that is more important. Yes? Yes, I think so. I think very important that we look at book and get Daniel downstairs back into his cage. That is definitely not the cage, just very nice room to contain him. Also, uh, wait, what time is it now? Almost eight. So, you have uh, moments. Okay, so I'm just gonna run down to the basement. Daniel, if you really want to, I will follow after you. 
do I hear this? You hear it fine. I mean, that's up to you, really. Get in your cage. I don't want to see you naked. So, no, we, we've got a pot, buddy. I'm gone. We, 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 oh, <laughs> oh, he I'm left a long time ago. Oh, I was going to have like a deep emotional. But I didn't realize he left. He didn't even say goodbye. I think it's hilarious that I think Daniel is my best friend, but my real best friend here is just Chris Dog. I feel like I'm genuinely yo, yo, sidelining Your him. other best friend was Clyde. Yeah, Trill. he's gone too. You <laughs> haven't even messaged him. Yeah. You didn't check in Big on facts. him. You didn't ask You know why? Because he put hoes before bros, and that's, mm. that's mm. not... Mm. Big facts. You know? Yeah. All right, and with this, I'm assuming you guys strip nude. Yeah, because we don't really want to break this. I'm a this. big werewolf. All right. Roar. All right. So with that, they are closed and confined in the secret underground basement of Vasquez. Meanwhile, you are all left upstairs with this book. Snow, please, uh, if you open it, roll a linguistics check for me. Mm, okay. Do you ha Are you trained in linguistics? Yes, I'm okay. a bard. Nice. You fool. Fool of a took. 24. And what were your spoken languages again, by the way? My my in game or out of game? Yes. I know it was like I took French, Italian, and Japanese and English, and then I also put down celestial and abyssal. So with your linguistics check and having studied Italian and French, you actually recognize the base root romance language being present in some of the script, which is Latin. But it seems like only a very minute portion of it is written in Latin. And the rest of it just looks like squiggly lines and makes absolutely no sense. You see some numbers occasionally here and there, but there's very little context. Uh, guys, it's a cipher. Uh, you mean like scrambly bitted letters? Kind of. It's, it looks like it's a mix of different languages. I can read like letters. Ew, that's ugly. Why are, you, why are you mixing Latin and Arabic? I, I don't am, even know what the rest is. I am only fluent in field language. Uh, I detect magic on the pages. There seems to be no magic on the pages. Uh, wait, Crystal. Yeah? Can you read this? I, I recognize the Latin and Arabic. That, that seems like, oh, oh, I didn't pay attention to that. Yeah. Uh, well, okay, so Latin and Arabic are both kind of root languages, and one of them looks really familiar to Arabic, like it might be a derivative from it, but a lot of languages were derived from Arabic. Uh, does anybody else think it's weird that the game is using out-of-world languages? No. Uh, I mean, Not really. little, but this whole floor is kind of themed after Transylvania. Then why isn't it written in... What language did they speak? In Turkish. Why, why isn't it written in Turkish then? Oh, wait, hey, Turkish is a derivative of Arabic. It might be written in Turkish. Uh, I I somehow helped and I don't know how. <laughs> but I mean, even if it is, I don't speak Turkish. You don't, but maybe the villagers do. Oh, she has we point. We could show them if I can speak the Arabic and Latin and one of the villagers could in the Turkish, that might be enough of it to string along sentences. All I'm getting is stuff about blacks, werewolves, yeah, vampires. Okay, so the basic stuff. Trying to fix things, not working, getting really frustrated. Pavel has big hands. 
Wait, what? It says right here, Pavel has big hands. Very clear, it's written in day. It's basically English, except it's Arabic and Latin. I can attest, the man does have very big hands. Why is it concerned about, you'd say Pavel? Yeah, it's a Pavel. That, that's a blacksmith guy, right? Yeah, it's a blacksmith guy. We met him today. I didn't. No, I did. He has big hands. I guess you're into that kind of thing. Okay. Mm, I like. That is Elias's fetish. <laughs> Elias doesn't have a fetish, but she... I, do... I don't believe that for us. Elias second. isn't quite sure what a fetish is. She was sheltered if by her parents. If only Zana would be here to explain it to her. Oh. Improperly. <laughs> I do like men that are... Lorge. There, there's going. You are. No, 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 Grog. I, uh, Grog, you're reserved for what? somebody else. What, we can't be friends? You can totally no, be friends. I, I but do... she likes cookies and milk. <laughs> I've got big hands. And he waves. That is true. Uh, I don't know how to tell you this. I don't see you as a man. What? 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 And he just, pull, he just pulls his no, pants no, out no, a little no, bit no, and like no, looks no, down. No, I meant, I meant like you are, you have red skin and I'm not oh, really I see you're racist. racist red I am skins. not racist, but uh, uh, you seem to not be human like. I just like humans. Oh, I see, I'm not a human to you. I'm just being squished or what's the word? Dehumanized. Yeah, that thing, you know, where you're not no, that No, 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 I did not mean. Oh, man. Snow takes the book and runs downstairs. Down, downstairs. She runs downstairs, and where you are met with a very thick metal door. Snow, I would not open that door if I were you. Daniel, are you a werewolf yet? Yeah, you're met with a yes, with the clawing and scratching and howling. And they're actually seemingly body slamming the door that you're currently on the other side. Snow, I would not open that door if I were you. I want to open the door. I really do. I really do. Don't open the door, Snow. Don't do it. I just don't want them to get hurt because they keep ramming. If they're ramming their bodies against the wall. Hmm. Hmm. Snow, well, you're not concerning me with how long you are being down there. I'm, I'm debating it. I feel like Snow would probably, because she is insanely curious about what would happen, she would open the door. Roll a will save. I mean, I'm always going to say she just does it. I crit, but... You can take that however you want. Hey, stand clear. No, Snow. What do you mean, stand clear? Stand clear what? Snow opens the door. It's a push door. I Snow pushes on the door. <laughs> Wait, if she, if they're slamming their bodies against the door and she's trying to push, can she even open it? I don't know. We're going to find out. Roll a strength check. Uh, seven. The door is not all that heavy and it takes you a couple of attempts, but eventually as you, you get the timing where they aren't pushing up against the door anymore, but eventually you do open it and you are met face to face with two wolves, effectively the size of an achia. Okay. I light step back up the stairs. They bolt up the stairs, oh. both of them almost immediately after. Can I? Okay. So they, they after me. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, running I up the stairs. Okay. I, I start running out the door as fast as I possibly can, and I yell for Nachia. So you, are you running out of the front door? I'm running towards the front door. And it seems as if Mohit and Daniel are chasing you down, beelining through the front door. <laughs> right on your heels. This is and great. you call for Nichia. Nichia is standing at the base of the stairs of a log cabin with a hackle standing on the back of his neck with a deep growl. <laughs> standing as if to meet Ash and Daniel right as they come through, ready for a fight. And right as you get to the side of your faithful pet Nichia and you've yelled for everyone to stand clear, Daniel and Ash run, beelining straight through the front door and seem as if they're going to go straight for you. And then at the last moment, jump directly over you 
and continue running out into the forest. Snow, what did you do? I told you not to open the door. What? I opened what? the door. You away. I just had a feeling it was the right thing to do. Oh, I am. Yes, let's let crazed rabbit animals out on the loose. We don't know. They could have rabies. They could kill someone. Daniel is a gentle giant, and Sow is just. Yes. Sow. I'm yes. sure they might be like that when they're human. They've lost consciousness. Well, let's just follow them and see where they go. Elaise mm-hmm. is not happy, but she will follow. Uh, Snow mounts up on a chia and takes off. Ash, come back, buddy. Don't get lost. And, and Grog just starts beelining, stamping through the cabin, running out the door. Crystal kind of runs up beside him, jumps off the railing, and leaps onto his shoulder. Elias follows behind. Is she bothered by the fact that the pants are probably flapping in her face? <laughs> she's using them, and she's actually tied them to her waist as some form of seatbelt. That's impressive that the pants are even staying on his head. There's got a belt. That's connecting. Keep tight. Oh my gosh. You got it. They kept falling off. It got annoying. All right. And you're all currently running through the woods, but it seems as if you're running back to the town of Lunka. Oh, geez. <laughs> God, what did I release on this town? Oh, no. Oh, no. I mean, at least you didn't attack us, guys. Unless they're going for the sheep. And they make their way through the wooded path down onto the edge of the town. And they're running down almost the main street, and you see as if none of the lights are on in the town, and it's almost completely dark, except they begin to veer to the right a little bit and start heading towards the barn right by the windmill near the fields. So all of you beelining and chasing after them make your way into the town, and they are sat right in front of the barn door. They seem to be scratching at the base of it. So we're just... Sitting in front of the barn door. Oh, no, you're standing in front of it right now, pawing at the entrance. If you two could roll a perception check for me. Oh, uh, Snow, have uh, Nachia roll a perception check as well. 16. 17. 10. Daniel and Ash, though you are werewolves, the reason you're being drawn to this place is because you actually hear a very high-pitched ringing, which to the rest of you is completely inaudible, but you meet up with them right outside this barn, but the door that they are trying to get into is currently closed and they are currently digging at the base of it. Grog. Yeah? Can you open that door for them? Oh yeah, I could, but I mean. What? Snow, I think you should be done with opening doors for the night. <laughs> yeah, we don't know if they're like innocent people in there or sheep that they're trying to murder. Oh, no, but let them open the door, Crystal. I didn't let them open oh, anything. Wow. She just ran down. She's like, ah, get Let them open the door. The door. It'll be fine. They won't kill person. anyone. They're not murderous werewolves. It's, it's a great thing. It's the right thing to do. It's the right thing to do to let them murder innocent people or sheep? I, innocent sheep? They're well, food. Do you want the silencing of the lambs, volume two? I am not sure what, what that is, but do you want that? Uh, I guess. All right. Uh, yeah, I, can, I can open the door, but I is there a, is there like a um top door at the like open at the top? Like you know how some barn doors will have a top floor where they have like the hay that they'll throw out. As you look up to the second floor, you do notice that the there is a open door frame with what seems to be a lit lantern, but there seems to be a cloaked figure standing up by the entrance, looking down on you all. There could be people in there. There probably are people in there. And then he and then he looks down and says, Werewolves and other werewolves, uh, welcome to this week's session of book club. 
And then he, and then he takes out <laughs> oh, a little book <laughs> And he's like, this is my This week, we're talking about Little Red Riding Hood, as told from the perspective of the wolf. And, <laughs> this is Werewolf Synonymous. I've been a werewolf for two years. <laughs> <laughs> it's important that we have each other's backs in a time like this. Not literally, though. We don't want anyone's spines. Jeff, Jeff, give now your mouth. <laughs> All right, all right, all right. Harold, did you bring the lemonade for this week? Is his face completely obscured? Or he can I see He seems to be wearing a pure white faceless mask. It is the question. He's bitly. Uh, Elias looks at Snow. Are you sheep? She looks up to where Snow is looking. Can she see with the man? Yep, absolutely. Oh, oh, that is, that is not right. That is, no, that is, mm, Snow, open the door. <laughs> Roll a perception check real quick for me. Uh, 18. You as well, Elias. 34. Both of you are able to hear a very faint but high-pitched whistle going off. Mm. And Elias, as you are being slightly more observant as Snow's fixated on the figure up at the top of the barn, you also hear the crinkling and crunching of grass around you and notice that there seem to be multiple cloaked figures arising out of the fields surrounding you. Snow, 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 this is not good. There are about five of them. Oh, There's only oh, five. Okay. That okay. gives me the hippogibbis. Oh. I draw my sword and I am at the ready, like I ready an action just in case if something comes at me, I'm like to hurt me, I'm going to swing to kill. Aleas grabs both of her guns, one in each hand, and has them also ready as she is severely creeped out. And the front doors of the barn open. Oh, I don't like this, no. But it seems very dark in there, barely illuminated in low light via what seems to be other various lanterns and candles. And all of you, as you're standing, you see Ash and Daniel rush into the barn, and then you stop hearing them. That's a rough life, man. But you are slowly noticing as the numbers around you are growing, and beside these white cloaked figures are a number of other wolves. No. I do not like this. Nichia. Roughly two dozen of them. Wow. Okay. Snow. Maybe we should. Uh, Snow. I don't like this. I hear you. Stop yelling in my ear. And as you look into the barn, you notice that there seems to be something stretched out through the the center of it, almost as if it's a carpet. And then slowly you see walking down the center of it another figure. Oh, gosh, this is some tribal voodoo, isn't it? I was thinking more of a cult sacrifice. Were the wolves, were uh, Daniel and Ash's wolf form white? No. Okay. They just looked like regular brown and black. Are the uh, wolves around the... They look very similar to Ash and Daniel, both in color and size. Mmm. Mmm. No. <laughs> so surrounded by five, six unknown cloaked figures and 24 werewolves. No, how would you propose we get out of this situation alive? <sighs> Maybe if we give the dogs some cookies, they die because they're allergic to chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that would be a good idea, Grog, if we had the man who could make cookies, if he wasn't also a werewolf. Hopefully he didn't eat any of his cookies. We might need him. How else are we going to get the milk? Snow will hesitantly sheath her sword and she'll say, we're just trying, and she'll put her hands up like peaceably. 
we're just trying to help our friends. And as you do, Crystal and Grog also kind of put their hands up. Hands up, don't bite. Aleas looks to Snow, looks to Crystal and Grog, puts her guns back in her holsters, raises her hands, and thinks to herself, hmm, this is how I die. Yep, that's me. You're probably wondering how I got in this position. (laughs) (laughs) Record scratch, freeze frame. And walking down the center aisle, eventually you do see a very well-dressed man with wavy hair. He seems to be currently wearing an ascot. What color is the wavy hair? Brown wavy hair. An ascot? What's that? What, what, the thing that goes around your neck. The thing that Fred wears from Scooby-Doo. You know, oh, orange he, ascot he, that he, he wears? The he scarf. Is, yeah, the scarf kind of thing. Except he seems to be wearing a light violet ascot and a, a red suit on currently. That's very Dracula-esque. <laughs> no! no! The Count of Castriel! Oh! <laughs> oh, no! I don't know who this is. From a... Uh, Castrodelgo from Lupin the Third. Just for a reference image. Oh so my we're god. On the same page. I assume you would be the mayor. What a ways assumption. Wait, wait. No, I need that. The bippity bappity. He's Italian? Gotta get it in the bippity bappity. No, don't Italianize him. Excusi. Excusi. It's excusi. Excusi. A minestrone. On the day of my daughter's wedding. Past the past the rigatoni. Getting in the way of me baking my rigatoni. Do you, do you want to say his wise assumption again in the right accent? A wise assumption and a welcome to our town. Mmm, what a welcome. I don't feel at risk right now. I feel pretty calm, Snow says. Mm. Clearly, um... I'm very glad for that, but I must relaxed. say, you have stayed a little too long. Um, you have quite literally opened the doors that you are not meant to. Oh, wow. I actually did not open this door. Somebody opened, somebody no, else no, opened the barn I, door. I did. Well, I have them open this door for me. Oh. But please, come in. And he motions into the building, the structure which he is standing in. So I see this is where you have your town Meetings. Yeah, yes. Okay. Mm. Yeah, just like every game of werewolf. All right. Uh, I sense motive this man. Sure. I will also sense motive. Ooh, that's a good sense motive. That is a 24 for sense motive. 15 for me. Snow, you don't sense immediate hostility coming from him. Pretty much what I got. Yep, got it. But Elias, while the hostility is not immediate, you sense that once you enter, you are not particularly meant to leave. Hmm. As you are. Can I quick draw my gun? Uh Uh-huh. And? There are 26 creatures around us. Not 25, not 27. 26! Well, I mean, Mm. well, yeah. Because there's 12, I mean, 24 werewolves, not including Ash and Daniel. 26 creatures, and then the additional six cloaked figures, plus the mayor. Senor. Please, just call me mayor. Can I... Literally mayor? Can I message Mayor Vasile. Can I message use the message thing you'd have to search up her user because you've never messaged her before can i try and whisper stealth to her sure snow he is going to kill us when we get in there mayor vasile right was that is that the right way to say it sir i'm sorry that is great okay we are simply here trying to help our friends out as soon as they are taken care of we will leave and we will never come back oh please who do you think has been taking care of them for all these weeks? Those idiots. 
I'm sorry, Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> you want to say that to my face? Well, we hmm. are werewolves. I don't think that'd go well for Maybe you. Maybe since you have been taking care of them, they have been not dead. We should just go back to where we have been staying and wait until morning and then maybe be on our way. I assume they've been quite a nuisance. No, we welcome everyone to our quaint little village. But seeing as you have acclimated so well and gotten to know everything, why don't you stay? I, don't, I really don't know what you're talking about, sir. I'm sorry. Um, and I really don't like sticking my nose in places where it doesn't belong. I'm just here trying to fix them. Question, did I give you a badge? It's not visible. Okay. She keeps it, like, tucked, especially okay. after the whole vampire thing. Mm -hmm. She has put it away securely. No, no, I insist. It would be rude of me. Where would be my hospitality? Where? <laughs> ba -da -bum. Didn't even mean for that. Well done. <laughs> A werewood. It's a tree that only turns into a tree at night. Whoa. A tongue of silver you have, sir. Quite valuable in this day and age. He, at the mention of silver, you hear a low-toned growl. Oh, kind shoot. of unanimously <laughs> around. Ooh, bad idea. <laughs> I would like to think of it as a heart of gold. <laughs> Can I sense motive that last statement? The sure. heart of gold part? Because... <laughs> We're gonna die. Are you okay? <laughs> no. Three? I keep farting. <laughs> Three times? Is that what that was? Do you <laughs> fart when you're nervous? <laughs> She's a nervous farter. <laughs> Anxious flatulence. Never take her to a, a horror film. She's actually crying. She's Sounds like the whole hard. brass section in the middle of a jump scare. No, it's more of the stress of trying not to fart. <laughs> See, it's actually really good that you didn't wear makeup this week. You weren't meant to find them this week. I can tell. There's a much nicer way of finding these things out casually. Yeah, I said get it over with. <laughs> <laughs> Pull the band-aid off. There's an infection on the wound still. Just rip it off. I was curious. Rip off the entire infection. That's how you cure them, right? Okay. <laughs> All right, so my sense motive was the 22. You sense that he's being very genuine in his belief of that statement. <clears throat> one moment, please. <laughs> Just, just, just one moment, please. All the time in the world. Just until sunrise. <laughs> but as he says that, the werewolves do seem as if they've kind of made like a semicircle around you and it kind of gets tighter and tighter as each passing moment goes by. Oh. Do you know what I need? I sure do need to use the bathroom. It is urgent. I should probably go. She's a nervous crapper. <laughs> It's it's going to be a mess. Oh, I did. I I think I'm like those dollars. Oh, it was the the milk and cookies. Oh, I have too much milk. By all means, we have a restroom in here. <laughs> I'm a nervous pooper. I can only poop in my own comfortable home. <laughs> I I turn to my group and I start to message Crystal and the thing. I'm like, so what's the likelihood that we could be all of these? The crystal. Snow. I know. Snow. It was a bad decision. Yes, crystal. They're like 24 <laughs> werewolves. 
surrounding us. We just Elias need to delay. is going to try and step back while looking like she's severely constipated. She's going to try and step You have through. to grab your butt. Oh, oh no. And the only person who could have cast Fireball is one, a bard now, <laughs> and two, is a, also a werewolf. How successful. So we need to barter. Is... Elias with getting out. So you're backing up, and as you do so, you back up until there are three wolves gnashing at your heels. Fart on them. Fart on them. <laughs> do it. Do it. Do it. <laughs> Can I roll the fart? Do it. Roll, Can defeated. I roll the fart on the wolves? Roll a fartitude save. A fartitude <laughs> save, if you would. It's Crit 19 <laughs> plus 8. 27! You have master, you have masterfully, masterfully executed the muscles within your bowels. Is it is it manifest. solid but deadly? Or is it like <laughs> yeah, loud and loud. proud? Is it loud and proud or silent but deadly? It was a it's wet one. It's very loud. Okay. Okay. Those are those are impressive. <laughs> those are the ones you only save for home. <laughs> right in I the wolves. I rolled a fart on the wolves! This is how we all bond. Can I roll this. for this? Can I roll for this stench of the fart? <laughs> the wolves are just like, mmm, that smells tasty. Three of the wolves <laughs> look nauseated and back out of the circle. Shake their heads. Shake their heads and kind of like paw at their noses and roll around in the mud. And the other three, and the circle kind of closes back around as they back out. And did I get out? No, you were unable to. Oh, uh, just take a dump. In front I, of them at this I, point. Should, I, did, I really did say it was urgent, sir. These are very urgent matters indeed. <laughs> Not referring to you having to go to the bathroom. I could care less. Snow just pauses. Should I offer them a trade? <laughs> Sends it to Crystal. What would you offer? Air quote information on vampires. If you think it would get us out, but they seem pretty intent on... Look, listen, even if we leave this circle alive, I don't know if they're going to let us leave town. All right, let's just go in and see what we can accomplish inside, at least. Not crapping our pants, at least. I say, very well, sir. After you. He bows slightly and then turns to walk inside. Put on your best. Elias stands up straight, readjusts herself, and says, hmm, well, that plan did not work. I guess back into the prey. And all four of you funnel into the room in which you see what once was a pure white carpet laid out down the center, currently drenched and splotched with blood. And there seems to be numerous scratch marks around the entire barn as you're walking down this aisle. It looks like there are pews sat, little benches where people might sit during a town meeting, and a podium up at the front where torches currently line the walls, illuminating everything with the flickering of the flame. Nice place you have here. Totally a cult. And as he's leading you in the front, you notice that up above you, there is railings, and there are multiple different members, all dressed in the white cloak, above you as well. And following in directly behind you are all of the wolves, which were previously encircling. Okay, so is this group called the White Fang by chance? Quinn just looks. 
I hadn't given them a name, but you know, if you want to call them that, that's pretty funny. They don't have a creepy cult name to clarify, but you do see, or rather, you hear up ahead the gnashing of jowls as they seem to be crunching and burrowing deep into flesh. Sheep, sheep, sheep. Please tell me it's a sheep. And as you get closer up to the front pews and you see right around the podium, it looks like there are two wolves gorging themselves on freshly slaughtered sheep. Yum. (laughs) (laughs) One of the wolves cries out. (laughs) Tasty. (laughs) Yummy. (laughs) I'd go for another one. Seconds, please. Can I have, like, a salad with this? <laughs> Follow the creepy cold man into Crystal. the creepy cold war. I thought I told you to check everywhere for people. Yeah? You missed this? Um, I thought we said to not let Sashay and Daniel out of their cage once they turn into werewolves. Okay, but again, I said check the houses for people. It's a part of house. I went and I broke in to multiple people's houses for you, and this is the thanks I get. Thanks, Crystal. You did a good job. Yep, you didn't. I love you, man. I'm a girl. Love you, too. I love you, Snow. (laughs) Uh, Mr. Vaseline, are we going to die here? Mr. Vaseline. It is pronounced Vasile. I'm sorry about Grog. He has trouble reading. So, Mayor Vasile, do you happen to have a cure for lycanthropy? Ah, 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 ah. What need would I have for such a thing? Well, you might not need it, but some people, you could make a killing off that if you did have a cure. You could sell that cure to people, just go around scratching them. I'm just saying. Snow, I'm sure this man makes a killing otherwise. <laughs> I'm trying What an apt usage of words. Snow. I'm really good with them. I have a feeling that we are going to die, and it is your fault. So, what is your plan? Well, we believe in peace and prosperity for all, so I will leave the choice up to you. You may integrate seamlessly into society or leave. Wait, we actually can just leave straight up? That that that's that was the that was the option? Because that's what we offered outside. We're just trying to fix our friends and go. Oh, yes. I would like to leave. Well, as you may have noticed, these two, and he gestures over to the ones gorging themselves on sheep's bone as you hear the carcasses are being ripped open and stringy meat is being pulled off their bones, are kind of enabled to at the time and would remain to do so every evening, as per is our fortune. So you want to keep our friends... We would love to keep our kin. Oh, believe me, he's a fish man. I point to one of them, and I hope I'm pointing to the right one. It's the one that said, yummy! (laughs) I'll have a whole lettuce with that. Can I have a kale smoothie with this? Are you sure? I'm just just gonna end it with there. Are, are Are you sure? Here, in our family, we turn no hungry soul away. Neither do we. We're the antithesis of darkness. We fight against evil and all that is dark. Then maybe we can come to an agreement. What kind of agreement? Why do you not aid us in our journey, in our venture? What's your venture? What's your handle? I told you, they call me Vasile. (laughs) 
That's very um. What are your Italian. goals? All we want is to return our people. Return your people to... How what? much do you know of this land? Pretend that I'm a newborn baby and I just came out of my mother's womb. I'm, I am bluffing. Back a long, long time ago. Oh god, it's gonna be... Okay, should I sit down? There are pews here for a reason and I have a podium also. Oh, okay. Okay, so we're just gonna... We're just, just gonna go this. into monologue. We're going to uh, sit in the seat. We're gonna do sit. Your thing up there. All right, all right. We were once a strong and proud nation, though our morals were not all that clean back then. In doing so, we ruled over many subjugates, and we have subjugated many nations underneath us. Our conquest was great, and our rule was strong, but many were... Uh, less than favorable of these terms and conditions. We would go around and in order to sustain our nation, request tribute from many of our subsidiaries. Eventually, as time went on, there grew a great unrest and a upheaval and anarchy of the system. War was waged by dark and nefarious powers. We lost. And now it would seem as if the roles were reversed. We have recently come upon our own strength in order to defend ourselves, our livelihoods, and bring back what once was ours. Lycanthropy, madam, is not a curse. It is rather a blessing to us. It is a means to an end, but we are not done yet. Like once the nations beneath us were, we are now beneath our own tyrants. And we are striving to free ourselves, all of our kinsmen. And that is our plea. And that is it for the rest of Sword Art Online Odd for this episode, season three, episode five. So I hope you guys all enjoyed the little bit of suspense and the dire situation. Where could this go? You'll have to tune <laughs> until next week to find out. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of Sword Art Online Odd. Please make sure to go and subscribe if you haven't already. And also leave us a review on iTunes or Podchaser, wherever you can get to, because we have the links in the description below. That really helps us out, guys. Spread out our podcast and share it with other people. So please do that. And also tell your friends about us. If you don't, I'm going to send Sash after you and he's going to scream yum in your ear every single night as he eats. Yummy! I don't like that. That's as uncomfortable. He, as he eats cheap. Yeah, exactly. So please, if you don't want that to yeah. happen. Please don't Legitimately, make like, don't, over don't make me do that. That's so, yummy. Please subscribe. <laughs> please. All right. So guys, yes, please do subscribe and leave us a review. That would be most wonderful for us. And also you could consider following us on our social medias, uh, Twitter, Instagram, at RollFound, Facebook, Missing Role Player Found. You can also go to our website at missingroleplayerfound.com. That's R-O-L-L, playerfound.com, where you can get merchandise for the show. And in addition, you can also join us on our Discord where we hang out, we chat, and we talk about the podcast. We talk about a bunch of other things. So come on and hang out. And that link is in the description below. So guys, we hope to see you next week. Thank you so much. And we love you. Bye, foundlings. Bye. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.